This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. It is Wednesday. You know what that means. We bring back Anna Kelly. How are you doing, Anna? Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Hey, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, uh, because both you and I are helping students and mentoring folks, uh, and one of the things that I wanted to talk about with you this morning is how do you help people realize they need to take more control or maybe ownership? I'm not really sure what word you want to put on it, but I, I don't see enough ownership of choice. I see a lot of blaming of outside forces, blaming of this, blaming of that group. And I just want to tell people, you know what? Your number one issue most of the time is a spending problem. And that's a personal choice, not who's president, not who's your state governor, not who's even your local mayor. It's what are you doing inside your four walls? How are you getting a little bit better every day? There's just so much blaming and not enough ownership. And I want to see if you felt the same way. 100%, Michael. And I oh, was just God. talking to one of my students this morning about, you know, how are we feeling? How are you doing? And don't forget that no matter what happens today with the election, your goals are still your same goals. What you want for your family, what you want for your financial future, um, they're the same. Those things don't change. And so while we're all going to be a little emotional, no matter what happens, whether that's, you know, on cloud nine or down in the dumps, we can't let outside forces, you know, too long take our minds off of the fact that we have a life, we've decided that we want to live. We've, we, we talk a lot about living your life by design. You have a big why, you have, this is what we're trying to create. We want financial freedom. We want to give back to others. Um, how are we going to do that? And those things don't change based upon who the president is, based on what policies you think are going to happen. So we still are in a free country where we have the right and the ability to create wealth, um, create generational wealth, make an impact, and we can continue to do that today. Um, I don't want to you know, have people say, we're going towards socialism, so I give up. I'm mm. not gonna buy any more property. Well, what if that takes 40, 50, 60 years, or in four years, people say, hey, this is too scary, and they go back the other way. Exactly. If we stop living our lives and seeking our goals because of the fears of the unknown, fear will paralyze us and stop us in our tracks. And we've got to make sure that we don't get in that um, overanalyzing future, you know, apocalypse and, yeah. and quit moving forward doing what we need to do or blame other people. You know, to your point, there's been so much division and it's so sad. It's the saddest thing about 2020 to me is really not just all the things that have been difficult for us, but the division. You know, I used to be able to sit with someone who I'm, I'm a Christian. I have friends that are Muslim, who are atheist, who are Hindu. I have friends who are completely opposite, you know, politically than I am. And we can still go have breakfast, have coffee, have fun. We might talk about those issues, but we agree civilly that <laughs> we don't agree, but that's okay. I love you anyway. And right. so- if we're caught up in this division and we let it fester inside of us and get angry at the other side and we spend too much time on Facebook reading what people think and blame them if my property taxes go up or blame you know everybody that didn't vote the way I did if my 1031s go away, 
I'm not helping myself or my family or anybody else. So let's take control of what we can take control of, keep sight of what's important to us and make a decision that we're moving forward and nobody is to blame for our success or failure but ourselves. Yeah, one of the things that I've seen and, and maybe I wanna hope it was just election specific, like the last 60 days, it kept, the trend was bad, right? I saw more and more people be absorbed into this almost black hole of, I don't know, negativity or, you know, it's just like they're wrong and I'm right mentality. And that's dangerous. What's dangerous as an investor, anytime you get too focused on your view and you don't acknowledge that you could be wrong or half right, you can make very dangerous decisions and we're talking tens, if not hundreds, if not millions of dollars, right? We're playing in real estate. We're not talking, you know, pieces of candy here. Um, That's a really good point, Michael. You know, I didn't really think of it this way, but, you know, we talk about what's one of the things that's really helped us in real estate and that's our network. And it's having mentors. It's having people that have wisdom that they can share with us. And if we as a society get to where we think we're right, they're wrong, we have nothing to learn. You know, I don't want to deal with this person, hear from this person because of who they voted for, we lose out on the rich wisdom and, and um, sharing of ideas and things that will help us to do better as people and, and with our finances as, as investors because of a political ideology difference. It's, it's just silly. So we're not only shooting our neighbor in the foot, but we're shooting ourselves in the foot if we can't see the beauty of diversity in age and religions and um, genders, you know, and, and wealth gaps. I mean, we all have something different to bring to the table and we need each other and we're better when we um, continue to work together despite our differences. Yeah. And that's the big thing that I've seen. I've seen really fall apart and I'm going to hope it was the election. I hope that once we flip the coin, it, it comes back, but I really saw personal ownership disappear, right? Everybody, not everybody, but too many people were going, I'm not succeeding because of that person or that group or that thing. And that drives me crazy. One of the things that um, I will never give up is I'm in my situation because of my choices, right? Someone around me may be impacting it, maybe, you know, shaving it or increasing it slightly, but I own this, this, this whole, this whole, it's their problem. It's this evil of, you know, group out there that's pulling on these strings. I'm, I freaking hate that mindset. I am like, no, I own my decisions. I make my success and I make my failures. I'm not going to blame someone else. I'm not going to lose focus. I just want to be a little bit better every day. And then nobody can take that away from me. Where's freedom of choice? Why, why is there some big Uber group out there of 10 people pulling on the strings and stuff is happening? I, I just can't stand that. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is, even if there is gerrymandering going around, you know, even if there's things that are happening that are unjust and unfair. And sure. here's the reality. I tell my kids all the time when they, that's not fair. He got this. I didn't get this. I'm like, life is not fair. not fair. Life is not about fairness and equality in every single thing. And it never has been, and it never will be. Right. And that's not to be uncompassionate. We, we need to care about people and we need to be generous people, but I am not owed anything nope. and I don't deserve anything more than anybody else. So in our country, it's what am I going to do and what am I going to earn and how am I going to use the talents that God's given me to move myself forward? And I was talking to um, one of my students and, and one of my kiddos the other day, 
and there's a proverb and you know regardless of what your religion you are i just i want you that the proverb is very interesting so it's in the bible and it's the the parable of the talents and so there's this master that gives a talent which is like a coin it's money to his servants and one of them takes that talent and says i'm afraid of what's going to happen if i don't if i don't bury this somebody's going to come and steal my master's money and then they're not going to take it. So he felt like he was a wise servant, just burying that talent in the ground, basically putting the money under the mattress, not doing anything with it. And another one went and got this talent was like, man, my master would be so happy if I went and doubled my money. So he went and used it and made money. And then he returned double. And the other one went and they used the resources they had and they made it grow. And the master came back and like, really chastised the one that buried it. And he's like, what's the problem? I, I was afraid that the, the crows would come or the robbers would come and steal it. And I buried it for you. And he was chastised that that was a very unwise thing to do because he didn't use the skills that he had and the wisdom he had to make it with our money today. Am I going to go I'm afraid of socialism. I'm afraid of all these things that are going to happen. And, and I'm going to blame all these people. And because of them, I can't become a wealthy investor because there's going to be more eviction moratoriums and more tax increases and my wealth is going to disappear. So they, they're going to bury that talent, stick it under the mattress and keep moving forward because they have excuses. Right. So what do I want to do? I don't want to do that. I want to use the skills and the opportunity and the network and you know the gifts that God's given me to go say, how can I continue despite the fears of who can come steal it away or what might happen in the future and, and do what I can with what I have now and multiply it to move forward toward my dreams and to work being able to impact more people because of the wealth I create. So yeah. I think that's just kind of a, a good parable to kind of summarize this. Yeah. We're in control of what we do and what we make despite what's going on around us. I, I love that parable. I've, I've, I've followed that. I, I, it's one of those ones you go back on and you just have to appreciate time and time again. The one phrase I do want to go back to, because it's one that when I hear it, it's, it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's like, I, there's not many phrases, but when I hear this, it's one of my triggers. And that is I deserve. Yeah. I deserve. Who said, where's that written that I deserve, whether that's a tenant that deserves free rent, which I hear all the time. I deserve. Whether that's, kids. yeah, your kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, mine's 29 now, almost 30. So she doesn't say that very much anymore, if ever. But yes, I, I, I just, that is, that is a mindset that is, to me, anti-growth. It means you, you've, you've given up. And I hate giving up. I came from nothing. And, yeah. you know, if you would have looked at me at, I don't know, 18 or 19 as an, I was married at 19, right? Barely 19. You would have looked at me at that point. You would have said, no chance. He's done. He's in the rat. He is going nowhere. Um, and it's because I don't believe I deserve anything. I, I've had multiple jobs at one time. I've had to make hard choices. I've, I've been uncomfortable. And it's, I, that is, I mean, that is like the phrase that just sets me off. When I hear somebody say, I deserve, I'm like, where's that written down? Because I missed it. Right, right. And I think... That I deserve mentality is what makes people say, well, I deserve this. And since I don't have it, who can I blame and whose fault it is? Exactly. Instead of, you know, I wish that I had these things. This is what I aspire to. I'm not there, but how can I take my time, skills, network, resources and get closer to where I want to be? And that, you know, the, the first mindset's going to keep you paralyzed and playing a blame game and never getting out of 
of where you are that you don't want to be. And the second says, I may not deserve this. Sure, I want it. And I'm as good as anybody else that can get it. But what am I going to do to get to the point yeah. that I reap the rewards of what I'm putting in rather than expect it to just come to me? Yeah, I want is okay. It's the I deserve, defeatist, give it to me mentality that is, oh, right. that just right. hurts. So any yeah. closing comments on this uh, for round number two? Yeah, I think just, you know, take control of your own destiny, your own life, you know, the, the election and who's in office doesn't change things. And listen, we've been through, you've been through it. We've been through hard things in our country. Oh, yeah. We've gone through 9-11. We've gone through wars. We've gone through depressions, you know, well, the Great Recession, maybe a, a depression and a pandemic. And life keeps going on. And, you know, if we stop and we say the sky is falling and life is over because of political party, we're missing the boat. You know, we've got a long time ahead. And, and what we do with um, the challenges that we're given is what creates the, the grit and the perseverance and the wisdom to keep us moving forward and, and stronger tomorrow, despite what we're facing today. So just stick with it. And with that, folks, now you know why Anna Kelly is one of our experts every Wednesday. That was well said. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Michael.